in a different year, this episode would be titled, You Don't Need a Website, or You Don't Need a Bot. In the future, I'll probably refer to this same piece to talk about virtual reality, or social media, or even cryptocurrency. I started writing this, though, in 2016 as a blog post. At that time, I was working with some small businesses who kept coming back to me with app ideas, which is how it earned its current title. You don't need an app. Hi, I'm Isaac Holmgren, and you're listening to my podcast, where I share my thoughts on business, marketing, and the human experience. That's just a fancy way of saying whatever I want to talk about today. This episode is based, as I mentioned in the intro, on a blog post that I wrote in 2016. You can find that post and many others on my website at isaacholmgren.com or by googling Isaac Holmgren. Let's get back into the episode. In 2010, I started working my first marketing job as a web designer for what was then a small web development company in near Portland, Oregon. At the time, the whole team was programmers. And so when I got hired, after reading a couple articles on Smashing Magazine and installing Photoshop, I became the de facto design expert. I was the only designer on the team, so that meant I had to be involved very early in the sales process. Now, there was a ton to learn in these early meetings. I came in midway through the web app craze. In 2010, almost everyone who came through the door wanted us to build them the next Facebook. Everybody wanted to build a web app, and every person we met with was certain that their particular idea could change the world, whether it was a blogging platform for families or a dating site with music. Unfortunately for many of these people, Web applications don't sell themselves. Technology may be the wave of the future, but once it's in the present, it functions according to natural laws, the laws of economics and the mechanics of social sharing. After we had a few large projects crash and burn after launch, we we became really cautious of endorsing new ideas. The drive to create was a strong one, though, and many of our Prospects and customers insisted in spite of our apprehensions and warnings. So fast forward to today. The focus has changed, but the assumption remains just as faulty as ever. In meetings, phone calls, and emails multiple times a week, I hear from dreamers, entrepreneurs, even conventional business owners who have a starry-eyed wonder at the mystery of technology. These people see mobile apps as the secret sauce, that elusive recipe for success that will change everything for them. If that description perks your ears, then this is for you. I'm talking to you. You don't need an app. Most of you are looking for one of four things. And for the vast majority of you, an app is probably one of the least effective ways to get it. So let's talk about what you're actually asking for. Four things. Innovation, process, communication, and scalability. Okay, so innovation. In the early days of both the web app craze and the mobile app craze, this was the overwhelming logic behind every new request. 
There were no details. You didn't need them. Apps are the future. That's all there was to it. Like the idealized versions of inventors from the 19th century, no one expected there to be rules to how innovation worked. It was innovation. It defied the rules. Build it and they will come, they said. In actuality, there are rules for what makes a successful product. The market decides whose ideas are innovative and whose are worthless, and the market is not kind. For the first thousand app creators, the app itself was innovation. Now, it's commonplace. It's not enough to have a cookbook app or a bird-watching app or a monster truck racing app. We already have those. What valuable things are you doing in a way that no one else has done? That's innovation. And you don't need an app for that. The second point, process. Once the initial fervor over apps had faded a bit, people started realizing that you need to build something useful. Processes and systems were the key. Businesses were a mess, but a web application would change all that. Now we'd have a place for everything and everything in its place. In reality, while applications may force systems development, the advantage of well-tuned systems and processes has existed for centuries. With few exceptions, process is not a technology problem. You can build a process on the back of a napkin or on a whiteboard in the office. You don't need an app for that. To the third point, communication. The bond of human connection is strong, and communication may well be our biggest advantage as a species. Historically, the introduction of new technology, like the telegraph or the telephone, has enabled entirely new forms of communication. It's undeniable that apps have enabled another significant shift in how we communicate. However, communication is not restricted to technology, and properly adapting technology to foster communication is a difficult nut to crack. Communicating better requires thought, planning, empathy, common ground. You don't need an app for that. And for the last point, scalability. Building a business that scales well has always been incredibly difficult. Technology has normally had an advantage in this respect. It reduces the cost of money or time to create or provide goods and services. For most businesses, though, problems of scale encompass much more than a single technology can solve. How will you handle the increased workload? How will you maintain quality? Who will respond to customer questions? What will happen if something changes unexpectedly? You need experience, expertise, a willing market, and a whole lot of luck. You don't need an app for that. There is a place for technology in our lives. The when and the where may still be up for debate, but one thing is clear. Technology is not our savior. You're not facing new problems. These same core challenges have plagued businesses and organizations for centuries, and for centuries, we've found ways to overcome them. For now, you can focus on simple, effective, and immediate solutions. You don't need an app for that. Thanks for listening. Podcasting is a really one-directional uh, medium. 
I talk to you and you listen. But I always want to be able to hear from you. Let's make this conversation two-sided. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions about the topics we discussed in this episode, go to my website, isaacholmgren.com, and use the contact page or the chat box to send me a message, and we'll have a conversation. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.